clearly you fucking towel. <laughs> Previously on Basement Discourse, we crush on DMs. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that really sums up an hour. That was good. That was good. I like that one. All right. Welcome, basement dwellers, to Basement Discourse. Uh, I am your host for tonight, Justin, a D&D guy. Uh, we have Snack Pack, or Jace, the gamer dude, and we have Brady over there, the anime guy, and we also have a special guest. Candle, tell us a bit about yourself, my friend. Well, um, well, I am a DM, like Justin. I occasionally abuse people online, like Jace, and I watch the occasional anime, like Brady. So I think I just sit in between. But really what I think has happened is We'd I was watching... Yeah, I think what really happened is I was, I was watching your other episodes. I really liked it. But I thought what it really needed was one more white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, get destroyed by guest first time fantastic yeah we just got rails yeah no it's i always get it because you know i'm like part of a youtube thing with this viewership and it's always like ah yeah there's the white guy again (laughs) (laughs) tell telling us what he thinks and i was like i deserve this well, so for least... some context though Kendall you're, you're part can, of Deerstalk yeah can we actually know something about um, you nah I'd rather not yeah, for those who <laughs> don't know who Kendall is so they're looking at, at, a, at a guy and they're going no nah. um, so yeah. you're part of Deerstalker Productions and your your main gig is one for all yeah technically uh, I'm not on the I'm not on the books as uh, one of the owners so Deerstalker Pictures themselves is uh, Elliot and Goldie who have run the channel over 10 years and they are amazing uh, go like, subscribe, hit that bell icon, and stay tuned for more. Um, but they started uh, trying to do more longer form uh, content, where and they saw me post a picture DMing, and they were like, "We know you, and you're a DM. Come be in our show." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> Not uh, for your actor stuff. Just, just, just knew, as a DM. They knew I was an actor beforehand. That's how I met. Oh, them. good. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd been on two other of their videos beforehand uh so yeah i'm not i'm not part of deerstalker videos but uh one for all is 95 percent of the content they've released in the last couple of years so i get associated with them a lot but yeah key member of the one for all cast and yeah also very very self-conscious so someone else speak now <laughs> <laughs> well if there's no lines uh, you can't do it yeah someone get this man a script. i thought I thought Brady was was going to be like giving me prompts for this. I got to got to improv or something. Oh, dude, that's pretty much the entire show. We just make sure. I tell you what, I'll along. give you prompts, but I'll give them in Japanese. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you give them in Japanese, and then uh, Justin dubs them. Nice. <laughs> I'll write All right. the subtitles. No, yes. he'll only dub every second episode because that's how he likes to view things. That's exactly right. Just sporadic <laughs> as shit. Just keep it interesting. <laughs> And the other ones, I'm going to poorly translate them like, Oh, I am buddy. I tell you, Kendall. <laughs> That's well, be straight up there. There we go. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> guys. Kill that channel. <laughs> Kendall comes on, we were- destroys us all. <laughs> 
Right. I'm um, a ruiner. It's what I do. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming along anyway to ruin our show. Uh, we're only six episodes <laughs> in, so it's a great Call place us out to for end. Our whiteness straight away. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I ruined Deerstalker's channel. I like I'm coming for you guys next. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Strangely enough, six episodes is about how long a season is, so maybe we are at our end. Dun, 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 dun. What fucking shows are you watching that are six episodes long? No, dear story. One for all. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, been, right. he's been watching. He's been watching one for all. Sorry, I'm actually yeah. a fan, so I don't know. Oh, so you're go. quite the hardcore fan if you've memorized the fucking season length. Dude, they're all six, so it's not that hard. <laughs> There's three seasons six, and they're all six episodes well, long. So. Three, three seasons and two specials. Yeah, yeah, and two specials. Yeah. Me personally, I watch them as they come out, so I don't really Same. pay attention to how many episodes. I didn't realise there was even seasons, if I'm honest. I just watch them get excited yeah. whenever I see a post from a good friend. Sorry, Justin. Wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm a real fan because I didn't know Kendall. So Thanks. There Thanks. Go. Real fan good right see here. The, the, the DMs are looking out for each other. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> And plus, I haven't really been into D&D for that long, only about two and a half years. So shit just started popping up recently on Facebook. And that's actually how I found One for All. I didn't know Kendall was in it at all <laughs> to start with. You didn't even know who I was. Completely coincidental. So yeah. and then you guys are like, yeah, Kendall's in that. I'm like, wait, I know that guy, sort of. <laughs> yeah, by <laughs> extension. <laughs> yeah. Wait a so, second. Um, I, yeah, it's really strange that, coincidence. You, you dropped a bit of a bomb for me there considering your entire background and purpose of the show you said you haven't been into D&D very long uh, I mean not in the grand scheme of things I'm 33 years of age and I've probably been maybe three years in the hobby so yeah oh damn he had a full head of yeah. hair before he started D&D <laughs> makes sense <laughs> yeah it's like uh, pull a strand out one for punch man it's Satama <laughs> he's Satama yeah. from one punch man he uh <laughs> he had a training schedule and involved 3d printing reading storylines and lore <laughs> every day using no air conditioner oh reading man handbooks. i, I yes. fucking need an air conditioner right now wearing this jersey was a terrible idea it doesn't breathe it should be in it's the like Highlands. i'm cold as glad shit. rap well, so it seems everyone except justin got the black t-shirt memo we don't well, i was justin trying to memo. add as much pink yeah do i have black yeah, I got a black T-shirt. Yeah, that's not black. That's oh, okay. great. It's actually charcoal. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a dandy shirt. I'm sorry. Apologies. Shit. <laughs> anyway, um, well, we, should we actually? We're probably like I don't know, twenty minutes in now, and we've just done. Want to do like a show? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> should we actually throw it over to Jace? <laughs> gonna like edit it down at some point no no editing never uh, we're just i'm not allowed anymore you. after the christmas one <laughs> we're doing what yep yeah um so should we actually tell people what one for all is or is about because yeah, we, we just mentioned we kind of said the title didn't we yeah so one for all is wait 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 i want to go through the three of us except <laughs> wait, for you justin because i know you're too polite for this um doing a badly described Badly, I can't describe things badly. Not on the yes, spot, anyway. No, you have a crack, Kendall. Badly describe one for all. Um, it's like always sunny in Philadelphia, but with Dungeons and Dragons. That's, that's not actually, that bad. That's pretty fans. good. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a really good description. Of that. <laughs> uh, Definitely not the log line we use. Uh, oh, he cheated. Uh, See, the man's got a fucking so script. <laughs> yeah. 
He's got a script. <laughs> He's got an really improv like... script ready for anything random that we ask him. He's like, right, I have where no idea question? what you're talking to. <laughs> Man's out here reading script pages, about to fucking give away NDA secrets. Emmett, I don't have my flag. All right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, that's my that's my description. What do you got, Chase? I don't fucking have anything. I can't think of anything on the spot. You know what I'm playing? Uh, all I've got is insults. And yeah, all I can say same. is that there's a shit guy in it. And it's Kendall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say it's fantasy cross-dressing with dice. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cross-dressed on it like twice? Yeah, first episode about four minutes in. Yeah. Most popular, probably one of the most popular of my characters. <laughs> Don't know why. Now, I, I I was a big fan of uh, you getting seduced by Andreas. Mm. That that was a big moment. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, the YouTube algorithm didn't like that episode very much for reasons which we cannot go into but it still managed to get a decent view account regardless what's with you and and the social justice on our channel like you've already called us out for being white now you're calling out youtube for not being supportive of homosexuality it's it's who i i didn't say that you said that it might be what i was thinking but you said it it was probably more the interspecies erotica oh that's fair yeah yeah. (laughs) demons and people can't be done no yeah i'm a i'm a sydney actor man i've got to be like a social justice warrior it's part of the contract yeah from sydney not melbourne yeah no no actors in sydney you know do you want yeah. to give us a good description justin because you look like you just need this to move on <laughs> <laughs> i mean we haven't really got past the hellos so yeah sure um so one for all it's very short videos five to six minutes sort of length so very easy to digest um, and they are describing annoying scenarios that actually happen in D&D, in my eyes. That's kind of what happens. Every episode is just describing another very annoying sort of uh, moment in D&D. So, you know, breaking down clerics, breaking down all sorts of different things in each episode. And then the guys are playing it at the table and at the same time playing it in a cosplay fantasy realm. So, which is fantastic. So... I think that probably almost describes it somewhat. That's is, much, much better than I ever have. <laughs> is it bad that like I use one for all as like inspiration for how I play? <laughs> oh, that's, very, that's terrible. Like, yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> that's why you're such you a You didn't player. because we are somehow more violent than the murder hobo episode in our Christmas, <laughs> in our Christmas special. You guys saw that episode and were like, okay, so that's the bar. We need to... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, saw we need to like, step it up. Let's set that at level one and let's find ten. Now let's yeah. circle this goo out of a dragon. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Like, the general idea of the... nudity yeah. in your murdering. True. Fair. Algorithm. No, my... Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> uh... That's coming to only... It's coming to OnlyFans a bit later. <laughs> yes, I'd sub to that. The Patreon only thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be um, ready for it. Only if you do every character. So uh, it is now actually properly <laughs> after Christmas. So how was everyone's Christmas? 
Like, <laughs> yeah, because we made fun of it. Because I've been asking <laughs> so, this for about two episodes, but we weren't recording. Yeah, because we record ahead now, of time, so. Kendall, obviously. Yeah. And uh, they tried to make me play along for an episode <laughs> that was getting released after Christmas, being like, how was your Christmas? I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, and Brady. Yes, and. Um, Mine was good. I got a adorable Nezco. Yeah. Look at it. Um, yeah. What about you guys? It was James? good. I didn't have to socialize with people very much, so that that was great. And I feel like, I feel like Kendall might be in the same boat. <laughs> well, he oh, couldn't. Yeah. I chose. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I I got COVID for Christmas. That was my present. Jesus. <laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas from Dom Perite. Yeah. And he just blew the algorithm right through the floor for us. Thank you so much. Sorry. No, no, through yeah. the roof. People are Googling COVID, mate. We're on yeah. the up and up now. We're trending no, but... now. We got Kendall oh, yeah. and COVID <laughs> in one episode. <laughs> trying to send it via some form of computer virus to all of you. <laughs> Great. But yeah, I've been in isolation since... What, five days ago? So... Or was that That's been my Christmas. It was before time, Christmas, man. yeah. Shit time. Yeah, you, Justin. Let's move yeah, on to a cheery topic. <laughs> Christmas was great. Cooked lots of food. <laughs> that was it. The end. Well, oh. wonderful. I think oh, our fake stories cry. were better. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I got Fire Cry 6, um, so I'm having a crack at that. I haven't actually really enjoyed it. So I think nice. people put a lot of shit on it. I don't know. I think it's quite fun so far. I don't know, it, it didn't look too bad like it didn't look like it would be as good as far cry 5 because far cry 5 was brilliant i think it was like, a great concept but i don't know if they did it as well as i hoped for far cry 5 because, well, because of the restrictive you know we can't go too far with this because you know how far can we go with cults yeah so um, like being able to go around and violently assault religious zealots that's that's my game True. right there mm. and like i wasn't big on far cry 4 far cry 3 was pretty sweet so far cry 5 was like a perfect next step yeah 6 doesn't look like it's quite as good but it doesn't look like it's bad by any measure it it already is immediately getting old that they keep saying like gorillas a lot because you're a gorilla in like a gorilla warfare setting and they're just constantly like either calling you a gorilla to your face or calling you a, um, a a visitor to the island or something like, or a tourist. Like it's just one way or another. Like you just you're constantly trying to prove yourself that you're a gorilla the whole time. It's like, man, you've done more than any of you fuckers have done from the start. The, the religious zealots part, as far as games go, just makes me think of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, I haven't played Valhalla. Oh man. So oh, there's yeah. like uh, yeah. mini boss type dudes who are in random areas of the map, and you got to go find them. Um, but they were literally called zealots. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Okay. You just have to track to them the down. Origins and... sort of thing where you had to find those guys, the contract yeah. guys, and they yeah. were uh, challenging, but also they had very predictable patterns that repeated. Yeah. So it was really fun because they'd like, like throw shit at you. You're like, yeah, cool, I'll just disregard that and, and like go and punch him. <laughs> yeah. Once you got the like throw the thing back, the worst they could do was throw a spear at you, and there was a skill you could get to pick it up and throw it back. 
<laughs> it got a lot spears. easier. <laughs> it just sounds like retro boss fights, you know, where you just figure out the pattern to the boss and then keep going. Yeah, that's it. Just, yeah, wash, rinse, repeat. That's but pretty much what happened in that game. So I played Valhalla for a while, but then I jumped straight into Ghost of Tsushima and was just like, fuck Valhalla. Oh, like, why? Why even bother when Ghost of Tsushima is there and it's just so Ghost beautiful. of Tsushima astounds me that it's not being done by Assassin's Creed and I'm sure they're going to be pissed off they didn't. Yeah, mm. if they had the opportunity to, then they just dropped the ball. Like when Will Smith didn't do the Matrix and did Wild Wild West instead. You fucking yeah. idiot. Wait, wait, Will Smith was supposed to be in the Matrix? He was supposed to be Neo, yep. dude. <laughs> no! Right, can you imagine Will Smith? Like, it wouldn't have suited him, but he gave that up for Wild Wild West. To be fair, his family <laughs> still made money off the series. Yeah. Well, his wife his is Toby. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but probably not as much as what Will might have made. Especially yeah. If he, like, oh, definitely not. Definitely not. the yeah. soundtrack. Can you imagine like the Matrix soundtrack with Will Smith? <laughs> yeah, instead of Rage Against the Machine at the end of everything. <laughs> it's just like a Will Smith rap, yeah. About well, Matrix well, is a story all about how I jumped into the future <laughs> and then got my life flipped upside down. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <an> idiot. <laughs> right. And I'd like to bring you to the next thing that white people can't do, and that's rap. That is rap. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Oh, like I wasn't wow. trying because you should see me when I try. No, we shouldn't. No. <laughs> really I, don't. I don't. I don't know that we should. <laughs> so um, maybe maybe not record it, but we should see it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Everyone... no, 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 I will definitely be hitting record. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a an OVA episode. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the thing at the start of the episode for sure. Again. <laughs> yeah, or like the credits song at the end of the episode. We'll put credits in just so we got that song going. <laughs> The what credits was... is just going to be us three, and then thanks, Kendall. This is the last show we ever did. <laughs> so I um, came to yeah, rule. I was going to jump to you, Jace. Anyway, um, total sidetrack there, Jace. You had something you wanted to. Yes, with. I have a hot take that's relevant. Oh, because... big surprise! Hey, it's been a whole episode, buddy. Um. Anyway, I have a hot take. It's been a while, but um, I've been playing some uh, older games. I have been playing The Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Dude, I oh, saw you on there today. I was like, Elder Scrolls are we all, we're all familiar with the game, correct? Yeah. I would assume everyone is. It's better than Skyrim. It's not a hot take. It's a, it's a pretty big, it's a big following. I disagree with them, but it's a pretty big following and it's not new for me to disagree with you. No, uh, <laughs> scroll around the internet, you'll find a fuckload of people who think Oblivion is way better than Skyrim. How so? Like, why is it better? Like, what, what makes it better than Skyrim? Okay, so firstly, they're both on the same graphics engine, so the slight upgrade on Skyrim's visuals, I don't really count as anything. Um, Who's but playing it, Skyrim for the visuals? Lots of people. Oh, for its time, it was good. Now, yeah. not so much, but for a yeah. time, it was amazing. HD um, remaster the yeah. four that followed after it. Yeah. Now I've got <laughs> my fridge. There was only four? Um, but yeah, so um, visuals I sort of put roughly on par. They're not too different. Um, but I quite like the setting of the like the traditional high fantasy appearance of... Um, is it Cyrodiil? Cyrodiil? Or is it Tamriel that's technically the continent? Whatever. I think it's... It's Cyrodiil is where it's set, I believe. Yeah, I, was gonna yeah say I can never remember if it's Tamriel supposed to be the continent or Cyrodiil because they mentioned both all the time. Anyway. I'll take from someone who doesn't know the law. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus, the law sucks ass, so. 
Dude, I read a like because you know how when you read books in the game, um, you actually you can like go through the pages, flip yeah, through yeah. the pages really quickly to get a yeah. skill. I yeah. found one that was eighty-eight pages long. Who the fuck is writing an eighty-eight-page book that ninety-nine point nine percent of people are just going to hit next until they might get a skill? And I didn't get uh, a skill either. I got because we have rude extra people in this episode. I decided to be a person in a chair. Um, World setting. Oblivion is set in Cyrodiil on the continent of Tamriel. So I think ah, Cyrodiil might be the like mm. country within. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There you go. Um, so yeah, I th- I think that more traditional um, like Euro style high fantasy. I really like that idea rather than the Nordic style. But that's just a preference thing. But I think the music is better in oblivion i think it's just a much more fitting thing um i don't know skyrim's soundtrack was pretty fucking boss the the Mm. story i think is (laughs) skipping over (laughs) yeah yeah no i'm ignoring you your your opinions don't matter but um (laughs) um but yeah so um where was i going story i think in parts is better like i i really didn't like the whole dragons concept like how it wrapped up later in the story arc was quite cool but the whole dragon born and the return of the dragons i thought it was kind of average and it really led to forcing people to play a particular style and that was ranged everyone's a fucking archer and if you're not, you use some sort of ranged magic. Well, yeah, the dragons are in the sky a lot of the time. You've got to do something. Exactly. Yeah, I, hang yeah. on. No, I did I not sort of that. force you to do that a little bit. <laughs> Would you do I, hide um, behind a rock until they flew down and landed? <laughs> no, I, I just waited till I got the, like, force them to land shout. Uh, dra- and, dragon ran. Yeah, yeah. And then I just, <laughs> you know, went at them with a two-handed sword. So I only recently ever um completed the actual story of skyrim because i did the normal thing where you just get sidetracked and do nothing yeah i didn't realize how many shouts there were because i only had three i had three at like 130 hours into the game because i I just never bothered no i totally get that that was my first run too it's fair enough though yeah yeah but yeah, yeah, so you get on a tangent, you get on one quest, and you're like, oh, but what's that? What, what's that? Yeah. Little, what's that tunnel but right there? I, I think the right fun thing about Skyrim, and maybe this is why you like Oblivion more, the rest of the world is far better than the story. Yeah, but in some ways, you That's could say a the same good way about of saying it because Oblivion doesn't feel that way. It does feel like Oblivion. It feels like there's nothing in a lot of areas. Whereas Skyrim, you can run into an encounter in pretty much most places, and some of them are actually kind of fleshed out. So it's not just I did like the, the monstrous amount of customization you could do in Skyrim. Like you could play oh. some pretty wild ways. I had an army at one stage because I had like different shouts, different in uh what what was the magic for summoning shit? Conjuration. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I just made friends and had like so I had like five people, uh two dragons, because one's a shout and one's a spell. Yeah. <laughs> so like <laughs> Damn. I just walk into shit and be like, 
Nah. <laughs> I'll yeah. stay over just here. All picture of you. you in reality just going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then just a bunch of things coming out from all over the place. <laughs> did, did you see me in D and D? That's that's how I game too. <laughs> exactly. You. No, I'm squad. Yeah. I think I think I got into Oblivion pretty late like it was i got the game of the year edition so like yeah, it had already been out for a while yeah so skyrim was the only the first one i was there for on release and yeah. i definitely prefer it to the two i wonder if i was an elder scrolls like if i was one of the people who got into it like even with like morrowind when that came out and played it through mm -hmm. i wonder if my opinion would be different i think i agree with be. you the the main story for oblivion's definitely more epic on scale and like yeah. they're shutting shutting the the, the gates, uh, to, gates to hell yeah. oh, oblivion hell whatever it is there's more demons which i always like yeah but yeah no just based on hours logged and fandom absorbed yeah i'm probably in the skyrim camp that that's fair enough and like i don't think yeah. skyrim's a bad game but just playing through oblivion lately i think it's like the story as far as like it's basically doom but high fantasy rpg right hell's coming to earth how fucking cool okay. is that yeah, and, yeah i'll give you that it's cool and also it's a little bit worked as far as like a dm's eyes go like that's like almost my always my go-to <laughs> if i don't have anything oh shit portals are opening up to hell <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like it's a it's a little bit overused but maybe that's just my head but jace morrowind you started there right so not technically. So I started with Oblivion, then went back, back to Morrowind. Morrowind. Okay. And I do like have you've, some you've things about in those like those areas a little bit more. As Kendall was saying, like as someone who also just jumped into Game of the Year edition with with Oblivion, enjoyed the shit out of it, of course, and then jumped into Skyrim from day one. I think we've just had like more of Skyrim over the years, and plus been released on like, well, there's, everything. there's six six editions of it now. That's so, yeah. ridiculous. It's insane. But um, there you are. I I think Morrowind needs a full like remaster. Dude, if, if that was the case, it would be my favorite purely based on setting. Mm -hmm. Now, if, if any of you haven't played Morrowind, pick it up and even just play it for like the first twenty minutes. Once you get released off um like the boat thing at the start, start exploring. The atmosphere and setting of Morrowind is absolutely amazing agree like the be, trees are like giant six. mushrooms and shit yeah there's it's... these things called striders that walk around on big giant legs yeah. and... i mean there was a little bit of it in one of the expansions for skyrim wasn't there hmm. was there i feel like there was like, like a, one very small whole... area it's like a it's like an island or I'm pretty sure there's an entire Morrowind expansion for Skyrim. Oh, yeah, or am I thinking of that or I'm thinking of Elder Scrolls Online. Sorry, my brain's connected. I think, dots, I think but, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online has a Morrowind expansion. I swear it was Skyrim though. I swear there's like one expansion you go to. It's not not Dawnguard, the other very famous one. Yeah, I, I got a feeling you're right. It's about like level 32 onwards or something like that. I don't know why uh, I have that number stuck Yeah. There. No idea. Um, uh, yeah, no idea. But while we're on the, the story topics and where we're in the Elder Scrolls realm, what are our hope levels for the next? Because that teaser trailer, which is just a fucking like overshot like of a mountain, 
and then clouds. Yeah, it could have been stolen from a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, it, it truly it, means it could have been jacked. any drone shot that any wanker on YouTube has ever done. Yeah, every New Zealander's drone shot. <laughs> I wasn't going to follow my comment with that one, but okay. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but what's the hopes? What are we thinking? Nah, I don't think it's going to come out anytime soon. I reckon 2023. No, no, no not about expectations. Good. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Do you think you can measure up to six editions of Skyrim? <laughs> I think they're learning. They're waiting. They're watching. <laughs> they're priming all six editions to release gradually. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to err on the side of hope. Like they did, like Morrowind, uh, Oblivion, and then Skyrim in a row. Each individually, very good games for their time, for what they were. I I know there's a lot of a lot of slack we're giving to Skyrim and its constant re-releases this year. It could be, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with that company, if it's seen as something they have to do or whatever. Uh, I don't know much about it, but yeah, I'm going to hold out hope. I mean... I was very keen for it two years ago, so now I'm just not thinking about it that much. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. two years ago, I was, like, on every update, I was just like, what, what's, I, want, I want it. Is it going to be in Hammerfell? Is it going to be this? Like, who's it going to It's starting in jail, right? Now I'm like, okay, just push it to the back of the mind. Uh, our trust, it's, it's part of Elder Scrolls. They've been consistent with quality. Ah, uh, yeah. Sorry oh, if that's oh, a... No, no, that's... that's... If that's a cheesy take, but... Yeah. No, What's your thoughts, sense. Brady? Because I think I might be a little different to you guys. I actually have a question for you on that. Um, because uh, we're talking about the amount of releases, uh, and you're the the digital IT knowledge guy. Is that basically is the the format Skyrim's in just lends itself perfectly to becoming this multi platform thing? Not necessarily. Like. Because it's it seems to have hard. done it more than other things. So the thing is, um, they basically want to expand their brand, as far as I gather, right? So when Oblivion came out, people sort of knew about the Elder Scrolls, but most people, unless you were into high fantasy RPGs, nobody really knew that much. Skyrim came out, it was super popular. But now they're like, okay, well how can we get this to more people who they might not have an Xbox, they might not have a PlayStation, they might not have a high-end PC. So then, you know, you start bringing it to Switch. But the Switch was a surprise to me, right? Because, like, yes, people like Skyrim. Yes, some people may want to play it portable. I don't know who. But but that, to me, was a shock in the marketing side of things. For Nintendo, like... They usually play themselves off as the fun one and then they were like, here's this dark fantasy RPG. Not necessarily. Like, Nintendo have a strange history the more you look into it. Like, um, don't forget that, um, what was it called? It's called like Mad Something on Nintendo Wii and it was like a black and grey graphic novel style game where you play as a guy with a chainsaw just cutting people in half. Damn. It was a fucking cool game. Yeah, I don't know, but it was on the Wii. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, That's wild. I want to play it. So you actually just like physically like. Yeah. 
Damn. Wild. I mean, I want it. I, yeah, I want, well. I want to have a go now. Yeah. Uh, Mad World. I have a Switch. Yeah. I want to play. That's cool. So yeah, Mad World on Nintendo Wii was super violent game. Anyway, um, so it's not too out of character for them to do that. Okay. Um, so what? What? I, uh, I did interrupt the the line. What's your um? What's your expectations? Mine are high, but I'm a cynical person by nature, and I don't think they can live up to Skyrim's hype. So, um, my expectations are nothing, absolutely nothing, because a I know if I expect too much, I'm going to be super disappointed, <laughs> and b um, I am a huge Fallout nerd. And I've seen what Bethesda has done to Fallout games. This is true. 76 was a nightmare. Cool idea. Great idea. It could have been awesome. It was not. Yeah. Interesting concept. Yeah. Um, and I hear that it's in a great place now. But too, little, too little too late, man. It's like yeah, you know, it's... Destiny 1 with all of its issues online and stuff oh. like that. Too little too fucking late. You know, Absolutely. So... Um, and then Fallout 4, um, I recently went back and started playing through that. Um, and I really don't enjoy the, like anything outside of just raw combat and the normal RPG grind. Everything else I think is average. And I think their gift of storytelling is abysmal because Fallout 4 was basically the reverse of Fallout 3's story. Instead of looking for your dad for the whole game, you're looking for your son for the whole game. Lame. That's I was looking works. for Copper Wire the whole game. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, <laughs> so one of the things that I did notice with uh, Fallout 4, right, is that they, they seem to adhere to the concept of what's, like, trending in gaming and that. When Fallout yeah. 4 came out, Big game at the time was like um, procedurally generated games that are like crafting focused, like um, Minecraft, Subnautica, stuff like that. So they got real big on the crafting and let, let's build a base and let's have characters annoy the living shit out of you all fucking game. And uh, yeah, so I worry that they'll put a lot of that sort of stuff in Elder Scrolls 6. But in saying that as well, Elder Scrolls is actually their baby. Because if you know the history of Fallout, they bought and, the rights for three. And to be fair, okay. they're more interactive with what the fans want than other companies. Like, they, they left glitches in because people enjoyed them. That's not as common amongst the gaming companies as we would like in some ways, especially in a giant RPG like Skyrim. They literally were like, yep, we know you can do that, but uh, you're having fun. Yeah. And so, That's like, so I, I'm sort of on the fence. It's like, it's either it's a project of love, which could explain why it's taken so long. And that, that's totally okay. I'm all for that. Um, because if it is, then it comes out in an amazing state. Mm. But I'm skeptical. So I'm sort of yeah. on the fence. Have no expectations, can't be disappointed, right? I think the reason why we have this skepticism is because Skyrim. Because Skyrim has been released so many times, you're like, you, you're just holding out for the next thing and you're like, it's not coming. Is there, is there something wrong? Or 
Yeah. Know, also, you, gaming yeah, companies right. have a bad record with expectations. Yeah. 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 They build yeah. hype, Cyberpunk. they fail. Yeah. 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 Well, Cyberpunk's the perfect example because Cyberpunk had so much hype because it was announced right off the back of The Witcher 3, which everyone seems to love. Yeah. And then... It's because it's it, great. It, it yeah, wasn't... because it's great. Yeah. Yeah. They seems to love like you don't, and it's uh, that's just yeah. I was like, well, is, there another, another, is there another hot take? Yeah, another hot that can be Jace reserved for another episode. <laughs> no, hold on, this one can be covered quite quickly. I actually uninstalled The Witcher 3 today, I've never finished it. Um, I thoroughly enjoy the actual story of it and stuff like that, but I find the combat and the level scaling absolutely infuriating it's completely fine i do not enjoy it at all and even setting the difficulty to just the story i don't find it enjoyable enough to continue playing i don't think it's a bad game i think it's a it's not for me kind of game yeah and that's fair. that's fair and that's where i sit with it i know they put a lot of work into it and it is really well done it's just it's not mine the soundtrack's awesome though yes it is so um, and that that was actually going to bring me on to our next topic but i think before we do maybe we have a short break and yes. hear an ad from one of our sponsors sick of your life want to make a change i was the nerdiest guy in school then i used reset and now i got a 16 in charisma hey ladies i was always being made fun of while at work they called me weak and puny boy well, thanks to Restat, I got a plus five in strength. I broke my boss's arms today. Restat. Live your best life now. Restat will not be held accountable for any permanent injuries or major life-altering altercations due to alterations of the mind and body. All right, we're back. Thank you for all the sponsorship from our sponsors. <laughs> so much money. <laughs> what a so much sentence. Money. Yep. This advertisement break is brought to you by actual sponsors. <laughs> it's still not, though. <laughs> it might be by the time this comes out. That's fine. Hey, if we buy our own shit, really? then we're really, we're our own sponsors. Like, I bought my, I'm, I sponsored myself my camera. So there you go. Basement Discourse is brought to you by Basement, Basement Discourse. Discourse. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do. Ultimate Put the ads. YouTube trailer in the middle of the fucking episode. <laughs> That'll That's get how em. you make it. That's how you make it. I knew it. I knew there was a way. Um, just before we went to the ad break, I mentioned music. And this is something that I really enjoy in my setting, but I'm not too sure if it's something that you guys even think or do in your settings. So obviously... Music is a big part of, well, it is for me personally in my life, but also in D&D world as well. Like if I'm playing a session, there's always music in the background. I'm pretty sure, Kendall, I feel like you'd be the same unless yeah. you're recording or whatever, like, you know. Yeah, if it streams, you have to be careful that either you have the rights to it or it's uh, just no copyright on it, like free to use. Uh, but if you're playing at home... Me and I think every DM I've played with has liked having music on in the background. It just sets the scene and gets everyone in the mood. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. It kind of just builds that uh, that immersion sort of around you. And um, for for me, I think it's a lot of soundtrack stuff from video games. Um, 
Witcher 3 was quite a lot of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the Elder Scrolls games as well, strangely. All these things that we've already brought up on this on this episode, which is kind of why it reminded me of it. Um, and a whole lot of like different style settings. So I have like a Spotify list of different playlists, so different settings. So if they go into a town, they've got like a town D&D music. They go out into the forest, they've got the forest style music. They go into the sands. They've got like the deserty sort of Viking-esque sort of Nordic. But soundtracks like all the way back to 8-bit games have been iconic for if they're done well. Yeah. Yeah. They will live in your memory. I mean, think of like the silliest example. And of course, this is coming from the fucking anime guy. But um, think of like Pokemon, (laughs) right? Like Red and Blue, you know every town by song. Yep. I'd like to agree. I was not allowed to play Pokemon when I was young. (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. for your childhood dragon ball z was fine but pokemon was banned <laughs> in my house <laughs> violence yes <laughs> animation animals <laughs> yeah i there was some my school sent a newsletter home at some point claiming mm. there was like dangers with gambling or something and my parents took it seriously uh, maybe because of yeah. I can't even remember what city it is, but yeah, there yeah. is the one city where you can gamble. Yes, I not even in games. It's yeah. just because when Pokemon cards were a thing. Oh, that's even lamer. Yeah, they, some... they removed that in the remakes, by the way. In um, gambling. The, yeah. the, no, the the Let's Go ones on Switch, you can't do um, gambling. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah. But I agree, like, I don't know the Pokemon one, but I did go back and play some of the really old Final Fantasies, like, yeah, uh, like Redone and Bam. Like, a lot of people think they were one of the first, uh, one of the first games of that era to actually have specific soundtracks for each new area, uh, especially like the first one, the first Final Fantasy, although Chrono Trigger was around the same time, so that's probably, probably a crap take, but um, but yeah, it's. It's like I can think of some of those tracks off the top of my head now, and they're just in yeah eight bit MIDI form, and it's like yeah, that's how sure. I know where Sa- I was. Soundtracks like yeah, you're not wrong, Justin. They uh they definitely set a scene, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead set. Like I have certain soundtrack music in my personal Spotify playlist that I listen to like on the reg. Um, one game that I absolutely adore the soundtrack to, and I'm betting none of you chumps have ever played it. Is Bastion because um, it's an indie game. Um, yeah, so I, I think I have played that. Never played it. No. I almost feel like I definitely have played that. It's sort of like a top-down hack and slash type game. Yeah, but it's just got this really weird setting. It's got a narrator that speaks over the top, but the soundtrack is absolutely gorgeous. You should pick up the game just to play it and listen to the soundtrack. It's brilliant. Oh, it- not to yeah hijack the theme i mean we're talking about music so i think that's fair but um animes live and die off soundtracks pretty easily i you also know. have a lot of anime music in my uh yeah, Spotify yeah. Playlist. my my car experience is a weird combination of like metal music and anime openings <laughs> because they're just so good though like i mean think of um like the my the only railgun yeah yeah um <laughs> Lisa, but it's like L I capital S A. She did the Demon Slayer one as well as a few others. She's like really popular right now for doing anime openings. 
That's that's unreal. But I I recently watched the Bleach trailer for the return of Bleach, which I'm not going to hijack the show to talk about because you're all just kind of nodding <laughs> like you know what it is. Yeah, no, I'm, I am. A, I I never I never went down the Bleach like a. Yeah, some things you go down a hole. I've heard bleach is like a black hole in space that sucks you in. Only and... because for a lot of people who aren't giant anime fans, it's a big investment because it's like 300-something episodes. Yeah. So, like, but regardless, like from a theme song point of view, the only reason I brought it up right now is because when I watched the trailer, they had a kind of like a remastered version, slightly tweaked of the soundtrack. And I was watching it, it came up with the word bleach and then there's a few special effects. And then that song kicked in. The song that everyone associates with when shit got fucking awesome in the show. And it was just like, I was sitting there being like, and it was fine. It was mostly just still images of what's coming up in the animation. But the song (laughs) just like brought up all of those feelings of when shit was epic or hype in the show and yeah uh i can with D, like i feel like the most ultimate D game that can probably never happen would have a dj relevant like standing off to the side <laughs> right like ready to change tracks when shit changes yeah, yeah. Just, high fantasy. there are applications out for that like sirenscape is like a sirenscape's good one. yeah it's yeah. pretty cool yeah which i do uh what does it do that does it hear keywords like roll for oh, no no the DM, usually, <laughs> usually the dm controls it like if they've got a computer behind oh, okay. their screen yeah. And that is a good trick as well. Like if the party are getting cocky and not really paying attention, you just stop talking and change the music to something a lot more ominous. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're just like, they're just like, oh shit, wait, what? what? Wait, what's what's like happening? The, like like the Pokemon. Oh, I'm battles. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're walking through oblivion and all of a sudden the music changes to battle music and you're like, fuck. It is always the yeah. mud crab. You'll be anywhere oh, and be a like mud crab. <laughs> any of the old PS1 games where you the, the soundtrack was like graphically set. So if you took oh, one yeah. step, it changed. So like there was a door and there was chests and save points, but when you stepped towards the door, the sound changed. You were like, nope. Come back, save five <laughs> times, get all the chests. Step towards the door. Eh, I'm not ready. I'm going to go pee. Take a few steps back. Because that ass. music, like, you knew <laughs> shit was about to go down. I'll tell you what, though. One of the funnest uh, battles in D&D I had was when we were playing the music from Cuphead. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, that's dude, a soundtrack. I have done People that also. Yes. loved it. Yeah, it's, they were just sort of like, is this, a, is this a scary fight and stuff? So I'm like, you know what? Let's put on the Cuphead music. It's like, yeah. It's just whack. <laughs> yeah. They don't know where to go. They're like, what? Whack, whack. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that would be like, but it would it'd have to be amazing because that soundtrack is brilliant. Yeah. It was the only thing I wished we could have done in the Christmas one, but obviously uh, because we were filming it and we didn't have a giant library of royalty-free music, but yeah, it was the only mm. thing that I felt like because we did so many ridiculous things in that fucking one shot. <laughs> I just Music could have probably amped it up that slightly bit more, but it's very difficult to do on YouTube. Yeah. Do they have songs for stabbing Santa? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. 
I'm also not sure if they have songs for uh, naked gnomes. And there's definitely a song for that, like Jingle Bells. <laughs> Jingle Bells. It definitely exists. There is appropriate music. It doesn't have to have like the lyrical content, but you know, if you're just playing Jingle Bells while Santa's being stabbed in the eye with his own eye, like <laughs> I mean, we really only need it, to get the it works. soundtrack rights and we'll be fine. So you actually watched the whole damn thing, didn't you? I watched the sh the whole shorter one. I didn't realize there was a four. <laughs> I got like part through it, and then and then you were like, yeah, yeah, it's like the short one because there's a four hour one as well, and I was like. There's a four-hour one. I'm like, well, I'm halfway yeah, through this so one. I, I'm, not, I'm not starting again. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. So the the, the four-hour one has all of our... It, be, it becomes more of a Basement Discourse episode with the tangents that we go on. Like right now, we were talking about soundtracks and we've gone yep. to this. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, but they're slightly more inappropriate throughout the Christmas episode somehow. Um, and also, yeah, the, the, the short version is pretty much, here's the story, here's what happens, that's it. Whereas the, the four hour one has all of our giggles, laughs, jokes, and a couple rooms where we entered, you'd know as a DM where there's nothing in the fucking room and nothing actually occurs. Hold on, but you've got to have maybe room. There is something maybe, in the room. Maybe your insight check wasn't high enough. I don't, you, did you investigate the room or did you leave? We did a monkey ladder down a shaft to discover nothing. <laughs> but that was the shaft above the dragon. Yeah. It was, but we didn't need to. We couldn't do anything with it. Well, we could definitely have gone didn't down. plan. Poor Justin. So I, I think poor Justin uh, has been experienced for a while with dealing with different sorts of people, but didn't quite expect like Jace and I and our poor influence on Zach, who tried to keep his keep us on track as best <laughs> he could. <laughs> we were like, let's monkey chain down this gross body <laughs> like <shoot>. laundry shoot <laughs> laundry shoot covered in Look, muck i think that's what uh that's a really good thing for why you do one shots as well like that's dms know if you're doing a one shot silly stuff's gonna happen and you yep. just go with it unless you're very like yeah not to steal but we did like my home group did one with uh my dm ivy did like a christmas themed one i was playing a minotaur warlock to krampus called hefenus um, nice. <laughs> and he thought that would be pretty straightforward and i usually don't derail because i'm nice but in like i didn't like some of the cheek some villagers were giving me like we had just kind of saved christmas for them and then they were like talking back to me about some stuff like apparently i was mean to a child so this was like a level 15 one shot so i you know, Ooh. then accidentally got out in a snowball fight, went round the thing, used major invisibility, snuck up behind them, waited till no one was watching, used my ninth level Mystic Arcanum to open a gateway to a demiplane and push the kid through it while the dad <laughs> ran through to go get him back. And then I shut it and then just went back and took invisibility off. <laughs> the TM's like, what spell is that? I'm like, it's fine. They just did a demiplane until I cast that spell again. Like, when are you going to cast it again? I'm like, after a long rest, assuming I survive. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, we were just like laughing at the table. I'm like, we can't do this in our cereal. Like we have our weekly game where like, you know, we play weekly. It's been going for two years. We're trying to save the world and make sure everyone survives. 
we've been near to a TPK a couple times. That's when we're all serious and are like, no, we can't go too wild. We need to get through this as a group. Then someone's like, we're doing a one shot. And it's like, no, but right. <laughs> okay. All right, now I'm so, doing some stuff. That is so brutal and tactical. Like, that's magic. I fucking love yeah. it. We, and this was before <laughs> this was before we got into like the third act and we had to go fight the big boss and I was out of like most of my abilities because I wanted to send a dad and his kid to a demiplane for <laughs> that, giving that, me lip in public. <laughs> that's completely fair and I I support that wholeheartedly. Look, I'm just gonna say out there, if you're playing in a, a long winded campaign that's more serious, don't do that. That's not a Yeah, no. That's not don't, don't do stuff like that. But if we are doing if you're doing a one shot like nuts. Actually, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna even stop there. Set expectations with your group. And I'm sorry, this is turning into a thing, but like, no, no, go for it, man. It, it's like, I've like done a bunch of things now and like played online with a group of different people. It is so easy to just set expectations with your group beforehand. Like, if you're a DM or like a player, just sort of like, this is what I'm expecting. I don't want this level of silliness. I'm okay for a little bit. Or someone's like, oh, this is gonna be a meat grinder. This is gonna be very battle heavy come into it with that in mind and then every now and then dm's just sort of like do whatever mm. <laughs> yeah as long as you're not mentally scarring anyone at the table or crossing certain boundaries look screw with it see what happens and that's what things like christmas one shots are for it's like what am i usually not going to be able to do and for you guys you hadn't played DD before so that was literally everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Any what have i never done before roll an attack roll <laughs> <laughs> well did you Actually, I don't know if it was cut in Brady's cut because I only watched the good one, but I regularly <laughs> asked Justin which dice to use. Uh, I kept, I think I kept it in a little bit, but I didn't keep it in a lot. I mean, I was trying to save time. I, yeah. It's not about the good cut. In fairness, I prefer the four hour cut. <laughs> Let's just be clear here. I'm this is not a director's it. cut choice. This was a... We put four fucking hours on YouTube and I actually wanted people to watch it, so I wanted to give them something alternative. I mean, works for Critical Role. Just... Yeah. yeah. They they yeah. had something of a following before they started doing that. <laughs> what? Just what a, are you talking about? A few extra dollars on their budget too, I think. Just maybe. Uh, what are you know. talking about, Justin? Look at your webcam, man. That's true. Yeah, it's sponsored by me. He actually has one now. Yeah. Um, so we're doing soundtracks, about? and we mentioned how in every field, whether it was D and D, gaming, or anime, <laughs> as soon as you come back, a bit of a tangent. We were on the soundtracks, and what where I was going with it was, do you guys actually listen to music? Like Jace, do you listen to music while you're gaming, or do you just strictly game because there's music sometimes in the background, or like, do you use music as a focus or no? Sort of. So I have a bit of a thing. So games like Overwatch, which is, as we've discussed many times, my most played game ever, um, I don't typically listen to music because there's some really nuanced stuff with hearing different guns and different footsteps. I can tell who's near me, uh, what, what character they are, just based mm. on where they're shooting and shit like that. So I typically don't. However, if I am in a bad mood, I will just put on music regardless and just fly blind. It typically means that I'm going to have to rely on playing a lot better than a lot smarter. Mm. But um, 
yeah, sometimes I just zone for that. However, um, I do like to have music in the background, especially like GTA games. I always make my own soundtrack, but I'm a bit of a loser. And like GTA San Andreas, when I make my radio station for that, no soundtrack, uh, like no song will be released after 1992. So it's all period correct. (laughs) (laughs) When you said you're a bit of a loser, I thought it was going to be like, very different so i had who had an xbox one like uh, not the xbox one labeled one like the first <laughs> the original, original xbox. classic yeah, uh, yeah. yes uh, yes so i did yeah. briefly so you could load cds onto it and then play it for most games mm. so there was like car racing games there was also devil may cry you could play uh, whatever uh maybe three it was one of them you could play the the music you felt like playing on it and it was it it was outrageous. Like I played some stupid stuff while doing car racing games, and and you know. I remember playing up. Oblivion one time, and then finding a folder within Oblivion because I was trying to patch it or some crap, and I found the folder that was labeled music, and I was like, wait, what? Went in there, and you could literally like just delete all of the music and put your own shit in. So I was like, this is I, sick. This I think so I cool. showed you this. Because I feel like you might have. I changed all the ambient music to Elven King. Yeah. And all the battle music to Three Inches of Blood. Yeah, dude. And then there was like one Cannibal Cop song, which was just killed. Oh. Which was all, all battle was, you changed it Beautiful. to that. I, yeah. I thought I did that. But yeah, you were just there to fuck me over. But yeah, yeah. the problem with it was that like it went from a 20 second song to a three and a half minute song. So every time anything changed, so you're walking along and there is that fucking mud crab there. <laughs> it'd be like rendering, 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 go. And then it'd just be like, <laughs> as Cannibal Corpse comes in and you're like, fucking whoa, what the hell, man? Like looking to the sky, I'm like looking for a dragon or some shit. Well, not in oblivion, but you know what I mean? Looking around <laughs> for something. And then there's this goddamn crab like two Ks that way, and you're like, oh, there it is. Yep. It. It's the first time I've heard Zoom cut someone off for volume, by the way. Nice. You like started and halfway through that scream, it was like, nope. I love it. Yeah. Metal's fuck. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's metal's for fun. Zoom. Yeah, that's the thing we all have in common, by the way. This is metal. not a completely random meeting of minds. Aside from the gaming, anime, and D&D tabletop stuff, uh, and actor, we also all have an interest in varying degrees of metal. Nice. Uh, Kendall and I were even in the same band. And then you then you tried to start a band with the other people in the band that weren't me and Jace afterwards, Brady. You say you tried, like... <laughs> so basically... One of them just showed up and was like, hey, you can do that thing. And I was like, yeah, but I know nothing about what I'm doing. And they're like, that's cool. That'll work. Um, (laughs) That sounds like how I got wrangled into it too. Yeah. yeah. And it was great fun. And I I certainly don't look back on it with any level. I I think the end of this conversation is going to be that Basement Discourse, the band, is coming soon. It depends on what you can do, Justin, because... Uh, we've got we we've got two a, vocalists and a bass player right now. So what's... yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> we're, we're gonna struggle. And Jason and I have All very right. different styles of vocal, which could work really well. But I it, also uh, picture myself a vocalist, but I could <laughs> acapella. Three vocals and a bass. Band. 
Either acapella also, band or we could go ska because I can play the trumpet from back in high school days. <laughs> okay, we got uh, we got a trumpet, a bass, and two two metal vocalists. Uh, this can this could, this could only, work. This could only go up from well, here. like on one of Napalm Death's recent-ish albums, they did get John Zorn on to play saxophone. So if Napalm I Death can have saxophone, saxophone, oh my god. Trumpet we can have two vocals, a bass and a saxophone. <laughs> yeah. Correct. And, and look, I can do backing vocals if you need. Just... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we really need. Well, everyone's going to do of... backing vocals, yeah. <laughs> Flawless. And yeah. Kendall, you know from one of the bands we played with, um, a band can live purely without a guitar player. Yep. Uh, yep. If I remember correctly, it was for the sake of uh, ruining our ratings on YouTube, Cunt Butcher. Um, we played with them and they only had two bassists. That was it, two bassists and a drum machine. Well, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the band Royal Blood. They're a bit more mainstream than... Um, Rings a bell. So they're yeah. a UK group and they're only a two-piece. So they have a bass guitarist and the singer, that's it. So... Perfect. And Never heard of that in my life, recently. and I'm so excited to top them with two vocalists, a bassist, and <laughs> four Jason, vocalists. And Justin. Four, four vocalists. I know where four vocalists. Yeah, we'll all sing, and then we'll also play the respective instruments. I I actually own a guitar. I I can't play it. I was gonna say, Jason needs to play it. a bit of guitar though. Just hold it. That's all you got to do. Is that that guitar you? Hands. Is that that guitar you bought that didn't come with batteries in it or like <laughs> or strings attached to no, something? No, that was the that other was toy like... that didn't come with batteries. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are rechargeable and silicon these days, but okay. You know, I am a, the batteries. That's right. Kendall has always been my batteries. Oh, um, crap. No, no, I bought it on good feelings. Well, and so, that's how you that's how you know how much power I've got left. You just put a little bit of a tongue towards the <laughs> just 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 lick the bottom a little bit, see if it gets a zip. Oh mate. Um but no, I okay. um I bought a guitar because this actually sort of segues into what uh Kendall and I did after leaving respective bands because we tried to start another band that's right yeah that also failed uh, after that... like two or three practices i think yeah um and that just went nowhere and um yeah Damn. i've had nothing but bad luck trying to get music projects up so i was like fuck this i'm gonna learn guitar then i bought a guitar and i'm like i don't know how to play guitar and then so i watched youtube tutorials and i'm like this is really not a good way to learn guitar <laughs> and because it's COVID, it's really hard to actually get proper guitar lessons. So I just have a guitar. Nice. <laughs> nice. Are you left-handed as well, Jace? Not for playing instruments, no. Yeah, okay. I was going to say because I'm... So I what he's saying is the Basement well Discourse and... theme song is coming to you in 2025? Yeah. No, I, I think we record it like tonight and we're just done. That's it. One I mean... <laughs> one cut and we're done. I've got my bass suit. Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. That was so... Just, it, was, it, was just, sake, it was just right there. That was yeah. not cut. He just <laughs> pulled it out. On cue. Pulls out the guitar. Which, which for the uh, audio listeners to 
pulled it out <sighs> is exactly what you think. We're ready. Let's yeah. go. We're All pulling right. it out. <laughs> okay. okay. Is that a five-string bass, by the way, Carlos? It is, um, yeah. Actually, I've had this since the Bulimaconda days, which is the band wow. that Chase and I were in. I got it. Yeah. And you can still find our music on the internet, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's great. I still had Did a you CD ever... from you guys a while back. Beautiful. Wow. Wait, I've never met you, and you've got a CD for Bulimaconda. Weird, huh? <laughs> yeah. Not only that, he's, listened, he's watched you on YouTube a heap before Jason and I were like, oh, hey, uh, Kendall's going to come on the show. Justin's like, sorry, what? <laughs> he's listened to you play bass and watched you on youtube before talking to you now to be fair we mixed him out of most of the recordings anyway <laughs> fair. i would have too. Did you just say fair justin <laughs> you went from like fangirling to fair yeah <laughs> no, i I mean, it's the same thing that you guys do to me, like all the time. So yeah, I get to be it. fair, it's I probably it. me that just shits on everyone, <laughs> so everyone feels like you know they're getting insulted all the time. But it's just that, me being a dick. It's that vegan diet, man. It just it comes out. Yeah, it makes yeah. me angry. I've <laughs> yeah. got so much hatred built up. Kendall, I haven't decided how we're going to clickbait this episode yet. But uh, it's definitely going to involve you in one way or another. It'll probably be stupidly obvious, like that guy from One for All. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to piggyback on your fame. We should probably, celebrity. yeah, yeah. Can you, no, just, can you just say like COVID patient? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put that in the description. I'm, I'm doing everything I can. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about what, what you're up to in the future. What's, what's happened? Because you're like three seasons in for One for All yeah um and obviously there are reasons you can't talk about everything going yeah, forward but yeah what it, what is your personal desire you can tell us that i i, I mean i mean i can tell you everything that's uh not like breaking ndas so um yeah we've released uh three official seasons and two special episodes that were um working with wizards of the coast one was for a magic the gathering video the others was for the release of the Wild Beyond the Witchlight module for Dungeons and Dragons, um, which, you know, we were just like, they're wanting us to to market this. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll take it. We'll do it. But like, I saw okay. those though, and I thought you guys fucking nailed it. Like, I, oh. I, I, yeah, they, they were brilliant. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And like, but, um, I I was a bit. I was a bit taken aback i think would be the correct phrasing because like i see you guys as brilliant content creators but i sort of always thought of it as like a smaller youtube creation yeah, and then wizards of the coast want you and it's like oh, that's like the big time and like yeah, that's fucking awesome dude that's still like yeah but um all the money we make they put into making new episodes so it, it sort of stays small um, mm. but with a bad budget to make bigger things now and then. And yes, we, awesome. do, we are filming more. We've had one shooting block for what we believe is to be season four. Actually, it is season four. Um, I don't know why I had to say it like that. I'm just weird. Uh, <laughs> and then we will be shooting more. So we haven't shot all of season four yet. We've shot one block of it. We're doing more later. I uh, can't say when that'll be or when it'll be released, but 
yeah, so we have that. We have, we did a Kickstarter uh, to do this, and because we wanted to live up to what we did at season three, which was funded, and then Screen Australia was like, "Hey, we can fund you again." So <laughs> I gotta say, season three was yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, and yeah. like my I, favorite. Yeah, talking about my Spotify playlist for the forty eighth time. Bardic Inspiration is still like one of my most played fucking <laughs> oh, songs. Dude, I love that song. Absolute cracker. That oh. was so well done. I, I laughed a lot. And also it made me feel somewhat disheartened by all of our uh, performances in the Christmas episode. Because like, <laughs> I wish we had done more role playing, but we, no. we'll see how we go as we go forward. No, don't worry. Like, that was so fair, fucking that was, that was amazing. Yeah, we thought... We wanted a. Uh... Sorry, my COVID brain's like just struggling with vocabulary. Uh, like centerpiece is that the word? Like like a real like a real big thing to put with season three. It's like rather than say, okay, we have the funding, so we can do what we've already been doing, but just more comfortably and mm. with money. Instead, it was like, okay, same level of ambition. <laughs> So stuff yeah. that we shouldn't no, be able it. to do, but a bit. So it was aiming high, and it it took a big chunk out of the filming schedule. I think every other every other episode from season three was um, like one day per fantasy shoot, whereas the musical was like three and a bit, maybe three and a half, and involved stuff. You know, we didn't know we'd be able to do. But just kept trying, <laughs> and to be honest, I didn't hear the song until like, till like a couple days before we went in to record it in the studio, like, Damn. like just because this was all being planned behind the scenes uh, during the first lockdown, and because I'm not one of the pre-production people, like I don't need to know that stuff. I was just like, is there a script for me to learn yet? Like, we'll tell you when there is. I'm like, <laughs> are there are there characters? You know, are there races? And they're like. Give me things I can start getting ideas for voices and stuff. I heard that there was a musical episode, and then it was just sort of like, okay, here's a rough cut of it. Uh, we're recording it with your voice in, well, mostly Tom's voice, but me as like two of the characters in like two days' time. So get used to it. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when was this? Wow. They're like, oh yeah, we came up with this. We had uh, uh, Jake Nielsen, the lyricist, and. Um, Ned McPhee, the guy who did all the music. Uh, Ned's also the composer on every single episode and does the sound mix. Yeah, like awesome. He's an integral part of the team that never gets the credit he so rightly deserves. But yeah, they put that together with uh, with the director and the producers and and with uh, Tom because you know he had to be the centerpiece of singing it. So mm. I was just yeah. sitting back just being like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> hey, lockdown. What's what's this video game? Oh, what's this Netflix series? I'm like, anything for me yet? No. And then it's like, damn, learn this song. We're recording it tomorrow. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, don't you only feature like very? Do you I even... probably I could have done it that morning. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> you it's talk about the, the bit with what? the fireball. Yeah. The, then... Why do I hear harmonizing? Yeah, that bit. <laughs> and then and then the tiefling who dies at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see a light. No, that stuff. Like, that was uh, it. So, giving me a day or more to work with was probably too much. Like, probably could have rocked up in the studio on the day and they'd have been like, all right. <laughs> and 
Kendall's boosting his own ego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so good. I can get that shit done one take daily. Oh, like I get I mean, I'm not all that practice, but me. I'm not saying they needed to auto shoot me, but <laughs> I'm not not saying it either. You can come to your own conclusions. One thing I was going to mention was the um, the locations for all your shoots are amazing. They all like Australia based. Oh yeah, I, I assume as much. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were flying them overseas for a YouTube hey. series in the middle of a global pandemic. So, the thing, the you know, thing don't you put it don't past realize... them. Don't put it past them. They will try. If you give them ideas, they will try. <laughs> the thing you guys don't realize though is that, like, you know, for for you guys, Kendall's your your friend from you know back in the day and from school and things. But for me, I, I sort of know him like that, sort of. But I know Aww, him from this channel it's so where cute. he's he's little fangirling Justin. No, I'm not fucking <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just mean that like for some people who are seeing Kendall in a different light, they're probably like, hey, this dude is like, you know, big in the in the YouTube world of you know D D and such. So they might not really know. Oh, that's fair. Like I'm making fun of Justin, but Kendall, like your <laughs> your your performance, yeah, because that's fun. Uh, but Kendall, your performance in every episode, like it's from amazing. Day and one. you look at it, and it's actually like really well produced. They're short and sweet, and they are very funny, and the locations look great. And I st- I try and like picture where those locations are, and I'm like, I don't know where those set of stairs are or where those. Those some of like them I have recognized. Yeah, yeah, some like I've some definitely noticed. Shots, I know, but, yeah. but I totally get where you're coming from, Justin, because there's also other scenes where you could almost be mistaken for thinking that they've green screened with, you know, an actual better environment or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally get that. But um, Look, I yeah. think the quality of the camera also, like, makes, you know... Oh. Like, regular shitty yeah. woods make it you know they, so they it's like a little bit better than new zealand you know like yeah yeah so. i mean it's i mean not to not to distract from me but i have to but um <laughs> like we do have our cinematographer goldie who uh got like a silver award from the acs for bardic inspiration like yeah the cinematography like, in that was brilliant yeah yes yeah, yeah, she so did an amazing job and she's probably been like the backbone of the show for a long time similar to like uh ned doing all the music uh doesn't get a lot of the time like goldie's doing all of the camera work except for like some b b cam thing and like all of the lighting and it only changes say in like season three when we had a budget and could afford like gaffers to come on in which case she was like do this do this and then set back going <laughs> this is fun uh <laughs> but but still operated and came up with all the sets herself and I do think that's one of the best things about it is like a lot of YouTube, a lot of the, a lot of the best YouTube channels uh, don't have that level of um, of production quality behind it. Not that I'm ragging on them, and I say they're some of the best. It's like one of the big appeals of YouTube. A lot of the time is that you're seeing like other very meek people, other relatable people. They could be your friend from down at the pub just doing stuff. So you get used to seeing things that are like you know thrown together because you're like you're there because you you kind of feel like you're friends with the creators or whoever runs the channel that's like one of the big appeals so it was something a little different with one for all to actually say we're not gonna do it that way that is the usual way people seem to be doing youtube 
if you look at other channels that are very big in this sort of realm, but they're like, we want the camera work to be very good. We want the costumes to be as good as possible. And you, you mentioned locations, like if they're watching this, I'm not sure if they will, but they would be happy to hear that you noticed the locations because I know they spend so much time. They've probably looked at most possible fantasy locations in like in 500Ks of Sydney. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to be like, and even if we haven't used them yet, there's like reference photos for them with like mm -hmm. ideas of we could use this for the future. There's even and, that set of stairs where you're leading up to that, uh, I think it's the King's uh, Garden or the Queen's Garden. I can't remember. Episode which. two, yes, the King. stealth. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, King. The stealth. <laughs> you know? King Gerald with the chair. And it's yep. like, man, this looks like a castle out of England or something, you know, like something ridiculous. Like, yeah, that looks was like the architecture you would find in Australia at all sort of thing. So That is a, that is a very interesting park in, I forgot where. Oh well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad but we brought Kendall on. It as the editing human being here. It was like two or three years ago. <laughs> Kendall gets back to me with it. I'll uh, I'll put it in this episode right am now. Allowed to, am I allowed? No, yeah, no, that was not fun. I just can't remember the name of it, but it's a really cool park. You have to pay for entry. Um, but there, it's like you go to that. <laughs> Is bit. that why you couldn't get in? <laughs> in the episode? No, no it's fire bucket. <laughs> it wasn't even meant to be oh, the episode. God. They were just trying to get into the park. Yeah, yeah, no, we we, we we had this whole idea planned for like being inside King Gerald's garden. They're like, you're not coming in. It's $20 entry. We're like, $20? We can't afford that. So we rewrote it on this spot. It's just the behind the scenes that they just put. Pretty much, yeah. On. It's flawless. Also, I had so many people from the LARP community hating on me because I did the one-handed spin with yeah. the halberd, and I accidentally called it a spear in, like, the behind-the-scenes thing. So everyone's <laughs> always like, you, you weapons not dude, that, you can't do that with one hand, and it's not a spear, it's a halberd. <laughs> I also noticed that you used the same shot of it, like, every time with the, the flip. Oh yeah, we only got like one good take of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not surprised you got shit on for that one. But it, I it think we break it. I I get shit on for a lot of things. I'm here for it. I'm in the comments a lot. Like Jace knows me. We used to have, we used to get coffees and just try to insult each other as good as we could. Yeah. So yeah. like, I'm here for it as long as it doesn't cross you know certain, you know political social boundaries. Oh, but you're I'm such usually a Sydney activist. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm in the comments. If I see a good burn against me, I am going against it. Uh, yeah, I think I've ragged on you a few times in the comments, and I think you've, you've hit back. Yeah, I think I have been absolutely destroyed once. Like, someone said, like there was an episode I wasn't in that much, and someone's like, "Oh, bargain bin Matthew Mercer isn't in this episode." Oh, <laughs> and, oh and, wow. I, I, and I just replied saying. I d and I just replied saying, maybe he's his own person with his own feelings. And they replied, you get the feelings from the bargain bin as well. <laughs> oh my God. So and I was rude. just like, Jeez. I was just like, I'm done. And then, yeah, someone on Instagram or Facebook or someone was like, send a picture of me. And it just says, when you order Critical Role from Wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I 
love the wish comparisons, but that makes me a little sad. It was like, it's like, that's what I mean. It's like, it wasn't too personal. It wasn't derogatory. It was just a solid burn. And I was, I was, I was there for it. I like the credit to them people. White guy, medium length hair. Mm. It's flawless. The comparison, it just, it's great. DM and D&D. That's all it is. Yeah. That's so good. If I had any sort of hair, they'd probably be like the same thing and be like, oh, I actually, they'd probably compare um, if I was ever. You're probably a Chris Merkins type, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. I was exactly going to say that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh, bald D&D guy. Oh, Chris Merkins. Cool. (laughs) Nice. Um, Well, yeah, cool. I mean, can I ask you guys questions or what? Um, go for it, oh, man. Yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, yeah. That's actually probably a good idea. Like, yeah, actually, 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 yeah, yeah. Speaking of burns, Jace, you do a lot of insults and stuff on on Twitch. Have you had any? <laughs> have so you had any? <laughs> had any gems come back your way or any oh, gems okay, you okay. delivered? So one of my we favorite ones this recently, though. One of my favorite ones that I've ever gotten was when I had like long shoulder length hair. I um, dyed it blonde and someone commented saying that I was the love child of Post Malone and Machine Gun Kelly. I was like, oh. fuck me. <laughs> that, that's, that's hands down like my favorite. <laughs> I live for that one. Bro, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Brady? Have you ever had any good ones come your way? Uh, no, I, I mostly cop shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, most Because I mostly do fitness-related content. Like, I, I do the otaku thing, but I don't do as much as I wish I did. Uh, it's pretty much a flooded field at this stage. Um. But the, yeah, no, the fitness related stuff is pretty good. I usually cop a bunch of shit about how I'm not as big as I should be. Um, Even though that kind of goes against, yeah, it's not quite as funny as it should be. Uh, I think uh, the funniest I've had is like, you should practice what you preach. And I was like, when did I preach being a bodybuilder? Because that's, (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't had any particularly funny ones, unfortunately. Uh, I'm sure they're coming. Yeah, I'm waiting for them. I think Jace gives me the funniest fucking calls. <laughs> I don't even know what I say. I just say whatever the hell comes to mind. Yeah. That's fine. How about, how about Justin, you, Justin? Uh, I have no presence whatsoever. I'm just a DM. I was going to say, yeah, oh, no even, presence yet. Not even, not even online, just uh, if you guys are in the Highlands, I assume you get stuff shouted out the window of cars <laughs> to you all the time. <laughs> um. I think Justin I lives in, across the road from the church. When I was in He's kindergarten, a, I used to have a rat's tail. They gave me shit about that. That's, <laughs> okay. yeah, that's, no, that's about it. That's, that's fair. about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. I, I got nothing. No. Speaking I, of I the Highlands, and... I actually once had someone throw a bottle out the window of a car at me. Me too. Damn. What the it's hell? Just, I just I was just walking down the street and it's just like, look. So it's like bottle and then speed up. It's like. What? Yeah. Sorry? The roundabout that... near Woolworths in Barrel. Someone threw a bottle out of a car. It hit mine me was... and then smashed on the ground. I was like, oh, well. Yeah, mine was next bottle? to... Yeah. Yeah. Mine was a V bottle. It hit, like, pretty close to me. It was next to Corbett Gardens. It was just... Damn, dude. Yeah, just lads in cars. Place. Yeah. 
I never had that. <laughs> like we're in my, the ghetto. Um, <laughs> I, I'm the I had the opposite, actually. So I you I throw bottles at people. He's the one that's throwing the bottles. Brady. <laughs> yeah. like, Fucking Jace. No. Um, <laughs> when I when I moved to the Gold Coast with uh, an ex member of ours, actually. Um, an ex member. You're talking about some discourse. Just from episode zero. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so I was like, first night? And I had hair like there ish. Um, and on the Gold Coast, not the thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. I didn't. Surfing culture should have. You got a damn hippie. Yeah. There's a difference between surfy culture, long bleach blonde, or sun bleached hair, and what I was. Mm. Yeah, so I was like walking along the street on my first night and someone threw a ball at me as well. So <laughs> at least we have a, a mutual bonding experience of being fucking Wait. bottled while walking along the street paying no attention to shit. Yeah, literally just walking in a straight line and someone's like, you need a bottle thrown at you, I've decided. You're welcome to straight boy. Look at that boy's head. He needs a bottle to hit it. <laughs> there's Justin who like reflects the light that no one's thrown shit at. Yeah, but yeah, I just well, sold that it. long. That's the thing. You just sold the player though. It was the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the light. They probably have thrown bottles. They're just like, they're like, I can't see. <laughs> car crashes into the gutter. Smashes over a near candle and Kendall's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm still in quarantine and there's... V bottle just goes like <laughs> smashes on my window. Like, what like you know what it's you like need for COVID? Energy drinks. <laughs> oh, and then there was that then there was that guy in the islands who just kept eggs in his car all the time and it was just like if you were going past you'd just be like egg. It's just like people just got Friends so bored. No, yeah. no. No, not friend at all. <laughs> Wanted to egg me through eggs lots of times. Like <laughs> Yeah, I never heard of this bloke, but okay. Me either. And I've lived here most of my life, but sure. They may have Clearly gone to jail for a bit. Kendall. Yeah, he just knows Kendall. He's about the Kendall, Kendall that's in. Relation. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's... I bet uh, people... People know. People know. I bet. <laughs> if, you, like, if you oh, know, you know. For all guy, eggs. <laughs> I've, got, I've got eggs in my car just for this situation. <laughs> yeah, it's because that motherfucker spun the halberd the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one guy you spit a halberd the wrong way he's is that the guy who called a halberd a spear oh let's get him <laughs> damn lop nerds yep, there goes that audience yeah <laughs> all three of them sorry yeah. see <laughs> put your put your foam swords away yeah. you got anything else for us Kendall uh yeah. Do you guys like movies? I don't know. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> Apparently, of Jace doesn't. No, 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 no. no, 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 free no, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be a thing for every guest. I swear to God. Free guy. What, what no, do you think but I know Kendall agrees with me. But uh, at a different then he's level. not allowed. This is like the, the idea of dangling the dead animal in front of someone. Like, we can't keep doing this to everyone. Kendall, you better, you better <laughs> oh my God. guy. <laughs> I think you mean beating a dead horse, but sure. Yeah. yeah. 
it was a reference not to for the, the previous and not for the usual, but sure. Not for the <laughs> usual reasons. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the movie. Uh, yeah, yes! <laughs> That's all I needed. That's the whole reason we brought you on. Fine, fine. <laughs> like, My validation. It's, it's, it's good. I, I see why other people like it. It wasn't for me. I, I don't know enough about computers, but while I was watching it, I was like, I feel like something's up with the tech talk in this. So when I heard Jace's rant, I was like, I feel a little validated. Mm. Uh, a little, but um, yeah. It's like, a, I will say, like I said in the episode that you probably haven't seen yet, when you see the whole movie, it's not as bad. Still not amazing, but yeah. Anyway, I will leave it there with three guys. Oh, I just wanted hang to on. So you remember that time in that episode where you ranted, where both Justin and I were like, watch the whole movie. Yeah, it's because there were more funny bits, but the tech didn't get better. And I will I say, that, though, I... I'll say Taika Waititi, though, amazing, amazing in that role. Like, mm. pretty much yeah. saved it for me. Like, even mm-hmm. though he's the one you're supposed to hate and stuff, I'm like, I wouldn't mind if this guy wins. It's fun. Supposed to be the arsehole. I'm like, I like him. He's fine. Yeah, brilliant character. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think that just about sums up our uh, our night. We've talked about the free guys. So that's the most important part for Jace. Um, yep. We've we've talked about uh, everything that you're up to, Kendall, future and past. Um, we've talked about the the past past with you guys knowing each other. Um, what else? Discuss music. Bottles. DD, of course. Um, yep. I think it's been a good app. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kendall, for coming on the show. Um, Sorry. Sure it won't be the last time, or hopefully it won't be. It's well, probably the last episode now, but... Uh... Yeah. 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 No, we'll it's like... a new channel. We'll bring you on for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank... whatever that happens to be. Thanks for yeah, well, having me on, and sorry for getting you cancelled. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good, man. It was good I don't think you did too bad. Justin still hasn't mentioned how people can find us. I was going to just pass that straight over to you, Brady, so you can... At Deerstalker Pictures. Go to Deerstalker Pictures at YouTube. Uh, hit the hit the bell icon, like and subscribe, and go to the Patreon for more goodies. Sorry. No. I was going to say, well, at least fairness, we I was going to give you the moment to do that, and then you just fucking stole it anyway. <laughs> Sorry, oh, it's, sec- it's, it's second nature for me now. Like, at the moment, I'm contractually obliged. I, like it. I have to do we it. We didn't do it nice. for, like, two episodes. That's that's the basement discourse way, though, is everyone just has to butt in and just bullshit all their shit straight yep. out. Yep. And yeah, or else yeah, you just don't sure. get a chance. You're just going to be like, ah, I'm the loudest motherfucker. <laughs> and that's us wearing quite a field for the yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, you do it good enough, I'll consider sharing it on one of my socials. Yeah. <gasps> Oh my god! Swear good enough, or yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how we... good the outro is. Like if it's a, if I don't it's think an we okay outro. enough C bombs. Uh, but you guys can find us on YouTube. Please subscribe to Basement Discourse. That's probably where you're watching this anyway. Uh, but if you're an audio only listener, good lord, that came out wrong. But we are on Apple Podcasts, both and Spotify. You can find us on Discord. Links are in the description. We're on Twitter and Instagram, and I think that. Just about rounds us up. Kendall also has socials that he would probably plug. Yeah, I would have given him the chance, but he stole it earlier. <laughs> Kendall, what have you got for us, man? It'll be in the description anyway. Um, what have you got? Um, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at KendallTheHuman, although the alternative handle on Twitter is at Kendall's Done. 
both candles are what? Candles yeah, dump. I heard you drop that on a on an app. <laughs> <laughs> like like candle is, but like with the apostrophe. Candles dump. Brady's right. not good with English. <laughs> I can't say it in Japanese. <laughs> I said I could Japanese. Candle is a dama. There we go. We're c- cancelled again. I was just sitting there trying to think of how to candle in katakana, and I was like, it's probably candle. Probably. Candle. <laughs> Alrighty. So, I, is that clapped. it? Are we done for the episode, episode? right? Yeah. Just I clapped, you so. have to say end. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys, for uh, tuning in uh, for episode six. Thanks to Candle for uh, coming on board. This will be our last episode ever. Um, and it was great to have you all. <laughs> <laughs> it Cheers. seriously isn't, guys. No, we'll be back next week. Tune in next week, or will you? Dun, dun, dun. Great. That's probably licensed. Thanks. <laughs>